Hey, I'm Steph. I'm a motivator, creator, small business owner, and educator. I am a lover of all things health, spirituality, inspiration, and business. These are just a few words to describe me, along with passion, grit, and resiliency. Regardless of what I'm up to, I am soul-driven to create a purpose-filled life and find the advantages in adversity, all while keeping a smile on my face. Soul Driven with Steph is a podcast that will fill up your cup and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and on fire as you listen to interviews and stories of other soul-driven and strong women that have overcome against all odds. This podcast was a calling on my soul to serve, connect, and share stories of struggles and successes to create a community so that you know you are never alone. So grab your cup of coffee and get ready to learn, laugh, and leave with wisdom and strategies to connect your soul and get back in the driver's seat of your life. Hey, it's Steph, and welcome to Soul Driven with Steph. This is my pilot episode of this new podcast venture, and I'm super excited because this is something that has been on my heart that I feel called to share, not just you know my story or experiences, but there are so many amazing women stories that I want to share with all of you. So you as the listener, wherever you are, whoever you are, I hope that this podcast is something you can turn on for inspiration, um, encouragement, and also creating connection communities. And hopefully you get some good tangible tips and strategies from it as well. So I thought I would kick it off today with just a little bit of my story um, and how I got to where I am today, what I'm up to, um, and then just sharing a little bit about um, where this podcast will go. So my, let's just kick it off with my upbringing because I feel like my childhood is actually a big reason why I am the way that I am as someone who is very multi-passionate. Um, driven and entrepreneurial in all ways. So entrepreneurialism is something that I have always been intrigued with and enjoyed dabbling in different ventures. You can ask my mom and my sister about my miracle massage business that I started as a young child where they would come in and get massages and I had a punch card and I would play like Beethoven music and just funny things. Um, I wanted to be an entertainer, a singer, so I hosted my own concert, recorded my own tape cassette. Mind you, sold all of this, right? So I could make some money and save some money. Um, But really, I would just say I'm an entrepreneur, a little bit of an entertainer and performer, and a teacher at heart. I'm also a creative, hence why I'm just trying to create this podcast. Um, And I also really love creating communities. Um, I love creating communities of people that can come together, that are like-minded, and maybe not even just alike in who they are, but people that appreciate others' differences. Um, So I think that's been also from my childhood is I never really felt like I necessarily fit in a lot of places. Um, So I would just create my own communities or groups of friends or 
organizations or events or type things where everyone could feel like they fit in. So that's a little bit about my upbringing. Both my parents were entrepreneurs. My dad has always owned his own business, which was always very inspiring to me. Um, he's always been very encouraging of my business pursuits. <laughs> um, and my mom grew up t uh, having an in-home daycare. So she's always really pushed me to be a learner and I'm a total book nerd. Um, I used to have glasses and get made fun of for being so nerdy, actually, if you believe that. Um, but she always really encouraged me to be creative and um, to just try new things. And we grew up with like all these little siblings that she would babysit. So we were always being creative with them. I used to play teacher with them or we would have plays or dance shows or just all kinds of weird things that I don't know if other kids did that. So I attribute a lot of that to my parents and just my upbringing that my sister and I were lucky enough to have. So get to middle and high school and I started to really enjoy working out. So I had grown up playing softball. I played second base pretty much my entire softball career. Um, I love the team element of it. I was team captain and I just really enjoyed being in the weight room. If you could see pictures of me as a child, I was literally stick skinny, so scrawny, you probably won't even recognize me. Um, but I had no muscle on my entire body. So I thought working out was a really awesome way for me to gain confidence in myself and to be a good athlete. I was naturally pretty athletic, but I was never strong, ever. Um, which if you know me now, you'd probably laugh because I'm always in the weight room and I love lifting weights. So I grew up having a desire and a drive to be better athletically and to be strong. So I went to literally every group fitness class that they even had at the YMCA, the local Y, and I tried everything from yoga to spin. And this is before yoga was even cool. It was very like hippie and kind of weird for a middle schooler to be in a yoga class. but. I didn't care what other people think. Um, I really wanted to try it. So I did yoga and I did all the different things. And I literally went to the weight room every single morning before school just so that I could be top of my game come softball season. So I loved playing sports growing up. And then once I got to college, I really missed that team element that softball gave me. And I didn't have that anymore. So. I was going to the local tech school in La Crosse and I was going to transfer to the university so that I could pursue teaching. So like I said, I've always been a teacher at heart and I really loved history. So I was going to be a high school history teacher. That was my plan. And I started taking group fitness classes at the tech school and my teacher at the time really encouraged me, why don't you just get certified to teach? I loved this cardio kickboxing class and there was a certification coming up. So I thought, what the heck, why not? She told me I should do it and it sounds fun. So I got certified in what was called Turbo Kick, if you've heard of it. And that's really where my passion for group fitness started. Other than taking other people's classes, that is how I grew to be an instructor. And it's funny now because 
as an instructor, I know that that is one of the hardest classes to teach and to learn because you have to count music and it's really fast, but it made me a really good instructor. So I started teaching classes, but I really wanted to kind of venture outside of the university and do my own thing. So I found a local gym where I was from about 15, 20 minutes from the university. And I approached them and asked them if I could just rent the room for one or two hours a week and slowly build up my own classes. So that's what I did for about two years. So I was 19 when I started 18 or 19, maybe it was 18 when I started teaching classes. And then I transferred to the university to pursue my education degree. So I'm teaching classes a couple times a week just for fun. I'm working pretty much almost full time at a local restaurant, serving, waitressing, bartending, managing, and going to school to be a teacher. So I then was approached by the local mixed martial arts gym called Ironworks to come and rent a space from them so that I could continue teaching my classes, which at the time, what 20 year old doesn't want to open up their own space and have their own business? At least that's how I felt. <laughs> so I jumped in full force and I was already teaching cardio kickboxing but I had just gotten certified to teach yoga as well, hence the name of my first studio, my first business, Zen and Pow. So it's 2013, I'm going to school, now I have my own business, which mind you, brought its own challenges. I really felt like an outcast being a college student and having a business, but that is a story for another day, <laughs> those of you that have been there or felt that. But this is what I mean about creating communities because I loved fitness and I loved working out and I know that's not something that everyone loves, but I wanted to make it fun so that it was something that people could learn to love. So again, I created my own community with my studio Zen and Pow, and we call it the Good Vibes Tribe. And it's continued to grow because I really just want people to show up as they are. And we're all just there for the same reason, to have fun, to improve ourselves, and to reap the benefits of doing something good for your body. So I started to kind of have this tug on my heart then that I don't think I'm supposed to be a high school history teacher. I think I'm actually supposed to pursue this business thing and I really wanted to just see it out and see where it could go if I could focus on it 100%. But I had also paid for all of my college, worked my butt off um, to you know get this degree that I was about to receive. And so I completed my degree, switched out of education. I finished with just a bachelor of science. I picked up a nutrition minor and I completed that degree at the University of Wisconsin La Crosse in 2015. That December I graduated and while a lot of people were asking me what I was gonna do, where I was gonna get a job, what do you do with a history degree, I knew that I wasn't gonna go get a job. I was going to pursue this business, pursue this passion and dream and just really see where I could take it, giving it 100% effort. So within a year of graduating college, I had picked up personal training clients and I was teaching more classes and doing it full time to the point where my classes were full and it was time for me to expand. So I had been at Ironworks for four years at this point. 
Um, I had been their gym manager. And let me just take a little sidetrack off of this pause to tell you that while I was at Ironworks, I actually met my husband, um, Ben, and I trained and fought mixed martial arts because I was seeing people do it every day and I thought, well, that looks really fun. I taught cardio kickboxing, so why not learn some real boxing and Muay Thai and jiu-jitsu and wrestling? So I did it just for fun and for a challenge to myself because if you know me, you know I'm a little crazy as far as things that I want to try and pursue and I just like a good challenge and I missed sports but I never got to play a sport that was all on me and not so team focused like softball. So MMA actually really provided me an opportunity to learn so much about myself, um, to build up grit and resiliency and perseverance and I did that through MMA because I lost my first fight. I actually lost by um, getting choked out, <laughs> um, which was not pretty. And that's another story for another day, but probably the most humiliating um, moment that I've had. Um, but it drove me to want to do it again, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> so I lost my first fight and then it really fired me up to do it again and win which I did. So I will tell that story another day, but just know that I trained, fought MMA, and that's what led me to my husband. Um, we met as training partners and um, started dating shortly after my first fight, and we've been together ever since. So even though I didn't get to train and fight as long as I would have hoped due to a lot of injuries and just the focus on my business, it led me to um, meet the love of my life. So that has been a really cool part of my story as well. So I did that and then my business started booming and I had to grow and expand. So I had to take that first big scary jump from being within a business, which helped me um, and you know I was comfortable to getting super uncomfortable signing my first lease taking out my first loan and um, really just going off on my own so I knew I was gonna have to do a build-out because I needed to renovate a space to actually be um, what I was gonna use it for as a fitness and yoga studio so in 2017 that's when I took that big scary jump and that is when I really feel like my entrepreneurial wisdom um, started to grow through lots of challenges. And I wouldn't say failures, but hard lessons to learn. You know, I, I do like to say nothing is truly a failure if you learn something from it. And I have learned so much since then. So within um, those two years, I started to experience some negative <laughs> some negative experiences with my landlord so i went from having a really great relationship at um, the MMA gym to now having to um, just know what it's like to have basically a rocky relationship um, there were a lot of things that i did not see coming and i had to make a hard decision to listen to my gut which was screaming at me and telling me that these are red flags and you do not want to stay here any longer than your leases which was only two years and you need to start looking for another place so 
as scary as that was, I had just done this build-up. I had just taken out this loan. Um, I honestly thought I was going to be there for a really long time. You know, this is it. <laughs> Definitely not the case. So I found the space that I'm in now, which I love. Um, and that was 2019 when I did my second build-out. And we had almost no time we were going from basically scratch no floor no drywall no electric nothing scratch to finish in about six weeks in the winter of all things so that was crazy times um but a lot of really good as crazy as it sounds a lot of good memories um and and then in 2019 we not only had to then you know we tripled our space we had more square footage then we had to triple our debt triple um the amount of just expenses and the amount of work that i had to put in so i had to grow my team i had to grow my sales i had to grow membership everything had to grow so i had 2019 to really really hustle hard and i did and then things were going so good and then COVID hit and not to say that you know everything has been even harder since then but it forced us to pivot in another way so i again had this really weird gut instinct before COVID was even a thing to start building an online studio. And I don't know where it came from. I have no idea why, but I listened to it. So when COVID did come and we decided to close our doors for quarantine, we were able to pivot, get on live stream and have this online platform in less than 24 hours. Um, I also have learned so much in the time that I've been in the space that I'm in now. And I credit a lot of that to having a mentor. So up until 2019, I felt like I was navigating so many things on my own. I didn't really have anyone that had gone before me as far as either in my industry or even in a similar industry that I could really relate to, resonate with, or even get guidance and encouragement from. So that was a big reason why I really wanted the space that I'm in now too, because it gave me an amazing mentor and someone to look to um, who has built a similar business in a similar industry, but not the same one. So that allowed me to learn and grow and she really helped um, during covid and navigating that so we pivoted we did hybrid we still do hybrid um, and we're still you know coming out of it just like most small businesses are still but within the last year has is when i have really wanted to push myself outside my comfort zone of just being in the fitness and yoga industry and i've realized that i actually more or less have a passion for business even more than just health and wellness i love health and wellness it's you know personal passion it's something i will always prioritize for myself but i really love helping small business owners so that's what the past year has really allowed me to focus on is being this connector for female small business owners. So in the summer of 2021, my sister Catherine and I founded a company called Small Business Sister Circle, which was literally just came from a conversation of us riffing off of each other how we wish we would have had a community of 
at the time we were focusing on younger female small business owners to encourage, learn from, and provide community when we had started because there was nothing like that. And her and I have always been entrepreneurs in business for ourselves um, our entire lives. And we realized that not everyone has that benefit of having, you know, a family that's supportive of that or even friends that understand what it's like to be in business and also being younger, you know, I'm 29, she's 31. So it is a very different experience being younger and in business as well. So we started Small Business Sister Circle, we've hosted conferences, um, socials, events, and I just really have a passion for sharing my own struggles with other people, whether they're in business or just life. I am so inspired by other people's stories, especially women um, that have overcome immense challenges. So that's a huge reason why I started this podcast and where I'm at here today is because I know that we don't actually grow without challenges and without adversity and without obstacles. Um, so that's one thing that I really want to stress is we learn the most, we get the most wisdom and the most experiences from going through it and being in the thick of it so that we can come out on the other side and say, hey, maybe don't do it this way like I did, or here's what I learned, or this is what I would maybe try instead. But like I said in the beginning, knowing that every so-called failure is not really a failure if you learn something from it. And to be honest, like I personally love underdog stories and I think that those are the most inspiring and who wants to hear a story from someone who has zero challenges, has been handed everything, or you know, just starts at the top or is an overnight success. That to me is not inspiring um, and that's not what I ever want to portray. I want people to know that, hey, you know what, I've been there, I might be there right now, maybe I'm in the thick of it or I'm going through my own challenges because we never truly arrive. Um, we're, all, we're in this thing called life, we're always going to keep growing and that's something that I wanted this podcast to be very open-ended. I didn't want it to just focus on business or just health and wellness but I wanted to share from a perspective of someone who is just looking for inspiration and someone who is inspired by other people's stories. So I might have, you know, business owners on here. I might have health and wellness experts. Who knows? Maybe I'll bring my husband on here one time or two. But I really just want it to be a fun way for you to get inspired, for me to share my own experiences and hopefully impact people in a positive way. I think that is truly who I am to my core and why it's called soul driven is because I'm not just this driven person for no reason. I'm driven by passion. I'm driven by things that I feel are deep down in my core who I am and why I'm here in this space, in this earth and time and what I'm supposed to do here and what I'm supposed to share. So. I do tend to get a little bit deep as well. <laughs> that is the Sagittarius in me. But um, I am a soul seeker and I am driven by things that I'm passionate about. And I'm driven to share those passions with other people, what I learn, you know, where I could have did better or what I've overcome. And hopefully that inspires others along the way. So 
Thanks for listening to this very first episode. I'm excited to see where this goes. I would love to hear what you want to get out of this, who you want to hear from, um, and just how I can serve because that is why I'm doing this. So thank you, and I will see you on the next episode soon.